1: What's up my friend, you are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Oh my gosh. Hello, my beautiful friend. We are back. We are officially back. And if this is the first podcast episode of mine that you've ever listened to, you're probably like, what the heck? Back from what? This podcast is actually the relaunch of a podcast that I did have quite some time ago called The Game Changers Podcast. You all seem to really love it. I got so much good feedback from this community about the podcast. I've had so many people tell me that the reason why they joined my programs or, you know, followed me was because I had the podcast. But I'm just going to come out and say it. You know I'm notorious for being relentlessly and aggressively honest. I... Hated podcasting. Not because necessarily there's anything wrong with the the medium itself. I I enjoy listening to podcasts, I enjoy being podcast interviewed, but I am just such a fan of video that there was always this kind of like disconnect between when I sat down to record a podcast episode versus like a YouTube video or going live, I felt like I could never get the same energy or the same excitement across because, I don't know, maybe I don't know where to look when I'm recording these episodes. However, I've made my peace with the podcast because I now have a really, really, really exciting new format that I want to bring. And obviously the podcast now has a new name, the Chillpreneur podcast, which is in alignment with the direction that I'm taking my business. I'm actually changing my business over from the Game Changer Company officially to the Chillpreneur company. And I have so many big goals and dreams around where I really want to take this new brand, including the podcast, the membership, Possibly merchandise, and very much a big dream of mine is obviously to do Chillpreneur events. I have this vision of revolutionising the the business coaching industry or the business industry in general. You know, I've been to so many boring network events, and I've had so many boring conversations, and taken so many boring courses, and. I don't know, I just really want to bring some fun energy back to this space. I want people to be excited about building a platform, building a brand, and building a business. I want when you take one of my programs for it to feel like a festival, for it to feel like a vibe, and when you listen to this podcast for it actually to feel like a party, not just two people or one person just repeating the same stuff over and over and over and over and over and over over again. So that being said, let me just walk you through my idea for the new podcast and how it's going to look. Because in all honesty, another challenge that I had with the podcast was I love interviewing people. I love being interviewed or not not even really interviewing people. I love having conversations with people. And so many of you have said to me that you love the interviews because you get to be introduced to new people and that's great because that's the intention I get to promote my my clients and my students in SBA and all of these different amazing people that I meet but then on the other side of that every it felt like every single time I posted a podcast interview or a chat I would get so many messages from people being like I want to hear more solo chats And I get it, like I get it. Sometimes interviews can get boring because, you know, again, you you listen to someone being interviewed over and over again and people are always asking them the same questions and you feel like you are in Groundhog Day, you're listening to the same interview over and over again. And so that's a big part of why I want to come with this new format, which is almost inspired by late night radio shows. I really want to combine both solo episodes with mini chats with epic people you know when you're listening to the radio on the way home from work or wherever you listen to the radio I don't know I didn't listen to radio anymore but I used to and they would have like segments you know there would be particular segments of the show they would play music they would the radio hosts would chat to one another and then quite often they would have a guest come on but for a smaller period of time So that's what I'm thinking of doing with this podcast. It's almost going to be like a combination of solo chats and guests. I'm not always going to have a guest. A lot of them will be solo chats, but I want to play you some music, get you excited, get you pumped up. I want to inspire you with some wisdom, tell you stories, have fun little segments, challenges. I want you guys to get involved with this as much as possible. Maybe I'll have some some Q&A segments or call-in segments i don't know i'm just the world is my oyster at the moment with this podcast and to be honest i am really excited about it so there are going to be guests and they are going to be in shorter form interview style mixed in with my solo episodes so anyway uh, that's my idea it's all in iteration at this stage i'm going to be testing things i'm going to get your feedback see what you like this is the first episode back i'm excited to be here What I really wanted to talk about in this episode in particular, and we do have an exciting guest coming on today, I'm going to be sitting down and chatting to my really, really good friend, Ruby Lee. I know so many of you know her, she's been on the podcast before, and I want to talk to her because she's made some big shifts when it comes to the chill attitude, which is the topic of what I really want to speak about in today's episode. So we'll talk to Ruby a bit later, but... Like I said, I wanted to start off, I guess, kick off this this revamp of the podcast and just explain to you the energy and the intention behind Chillpreneur and my philosophy on business. I already know that my philosophies on business resonate with so many people because I get messages every single day from people saying how relieved they feel in my community, saying how much the way that I show up online with my advocating to be non-professional and just partying my life away dancing in my kitchen but still being able to build this extraordinarily successful service-based coaching business and I know so many of you really really resonate with that and I have these like unique philosophies if you will on business and what branding should be like and what business should feel like and and all of the different things. And so that's why I have decided to change my business over to Chillpreneur because the reason why I called this episode that Chillpreneur or Chill is an attitude rather than an action, or I said it's not an action, it's an attitude, is because when I think of chill, when I think of being a Chillpreneur, I'm not necessarily saying that you need to be someone who never works I'm not saying that you're the type of person who wears their pajamas all day and works from their couch and is super lazy and procrastinates all the time. You know, when we think of chill, a lot of the time we do think of lazy or unmotivated or uninspired or blasé or too, it is what it is, I don't care. That's not what being chill is to me. Being chill is the antidote to so much of the pressure and stress that people cause themselves unnecessarily in business. You know, I see being a chillpreneur as the core attitude that you should be approaching business with to have more fun, to enjoy it more. Because when you are enjoying it more and you're having more fun, it's so much easier to be creative. It's so much easier to stay consistent. One of the biggest reasons why so many people aren't successful in business is they're simply just not consistent enough. They're not showing up enough. They're not showing up at the right energy with the right vibe. They're not captivating their audience. They're not creating these really cool products that they're excited to talk about all the time. So many people want the the outcomes of building a business, but just haven't found the right format to get themselves there, to do the work, to get themselves there. And I think what a lot of traditional business advice teaches us to do is to just hustle, to just push through, to just show up, even if it doesn't feel good, Even if it doesn't make you happy, just do it anyway because then you're ultimately going to be able to achieve that specific result. And I honestly say, no way, man. That is not the way I want to live my life. That is not the way I want to achieve success. I would much rather take that little bit of extra time to become successful, but enjoy every single freaking step along the way. And that is what the whole chillpreneur philosophy is all about. And I wanted to go through four things that really are like the core attitudes of the chillpreneur philosophy, if you will. Because if you start to think about bringing these or working on these four aspects of your business, of your brand, of your creativity, of your life, if you start working on these four things, you will, my friend, become an official chillpreneur. And of course, you are just going to have such a better time building your business. So the first thing, the first true attitude of being a chillpreneur is that you have to stop overthinking everything. I think something that we as humans do, because we have this natural tendency to kind of want to fill in the gaps. I see this in business, but I also see it a lot in in dating, if you will. Um, and we're going to be, by the way, just a little interjection here. We're going to be talking about lots of topics, not just, not just branding and not just business. I want to talk about you know, relationships, passions, hobbies, travel, sex, anything like that really I feel is going to help you become the best person that you can be in your life, because ultimately that's going to make you become the best entrepreneur. So I digress, but I just wanted to mention that here. But back to the first point, so many people have this tendency to overthink everything. You know, if someone doesn't call them back, then they start to create all these scenarios in their mind about this person hates me or you know I've done something wrong or I've said something wrong when we don't know what that, that person might literally just be busy or we start to create all of these scenarios in our head if I launch this is gonna happen if I create this piece of content this is gonna happen we spend so much time in overthinking and anticipation mode that so much of the time it stops us from taking action yes The reality is, I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who's going to sit here and say, you know, nothing bad is ever going to happen. If you always show up, there's always a lesson, all of that stuff. like That is true. That is true to a certain degree. But the reality is you could launch something and it could fail. You could put a piece of content out and no one could watch it. You could say something on your Instagram and get a bunch of hate or feedback. Like These things happen and they happen all the time. But what the Chillpreneur philosophy is going to teach you is... It is what it is, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the end of the world. You know, if you've followed me for a while, my absolute favorite quote of all time is, nothing is the end of the world until the end of the world. You are so much stronger than you think it's going to be. So don't spend all of this time in overthinking mode, trying to rationalize and anticipate every single outcome of every single situation. Live in the now. Follow your intuition. If you wanna show up, show up. If you wanna say something, say that thing. Stop overthinking and trying to make everything perfect. You know, perfectionism is such a big part of this, maladaptive perfectionism. The reason why people don't start their YouTube channels, start showing up on Instagram, launch that product, launch that business, is because they feel like everything needs to be so perfect. It does not need to be perfect, right? It just needs to get out there. And then you can iterate. Look, this podcast is absolutely not perfect. I don't even know if I've set my microphone up properly. I'm, I'm literally just going off and chatting here. And I might re-listen to this and it might sound like absolute crap. But you know what? I'm going to post it anyway because the next one will be better. I'll figure it out. I'll make my my sound and audio guy and video guy come over and, and, and help me. <laughs> I don't need no mans. Now I'll watch a tutorial on YouTube. That's what I'll probably do. But anyway, um, I ramble a lot. So that's just a little side note if this is the first time you're listening to me. The number one thing that you want to do when it comes to being a chillpreneur is really just stop overthinking everything. Like adopt the philosophy of nothing is the end of the world until the end of the world. Adopt the philosophy of it is what it is and adopt the philosophy of you are stronger than you think you are. If something bad happens, you will survive. Stop stopping yourself at the fear that you're going to get hurt or disappointed because these two emotions failure disappointment being hurt they're just a part of life you're gonna get hurt you're going to get disappointed your expectations aren't going to be met it's not the end of the world and it is what it is just keep moving forward stop stressing about things that don't matter and just show up the second thing which is on that note is stop taking everything so seriously oh my gosh such a big part of the children of children philosophy is we really need to recognize that we don't need to make every single thing such a big deal. Let me give you an example with content creation. I see so many people not staying consistent because they think that every single Instagram story, every single post, every single reel has to be like a Nobel prize winning masterpiece. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not everything you create is going to be absolutely amazing. Not everything you do is going to work out. We need to stop taking everything so seriously and so to heart and we need to stop feeling like everything is such a personal attack on us. Like another example of this is I had a conversation with a client yesterday, as a matter of fact, about reels. And I don't know, for some reason right now, my reels aren't working, nobody's, well, not 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 working, but they're just lower in average views than they normally are, if you will. And so many people like take that so seriously, like I need to dissect what's going on here, what's happening, why does everyone hate me? All of these kind of, we make up all these false beliefs, which then stump us and stump our momentum and stop us showing up. The reality is, I don't know, it might be because it's the end of summer and people are just trying to enjoy their life. Or Instagram did a little mini upgrade. You know, we can't attach ourselves to these outcomes and these validations so deeply that we start to take every single little tiny thing to heart because social media, brand building, business, it's cyclical in nature, it's malleable, it moves, it goes up, it goes down, it goes back, it goes forth. And if you're constantly taking every tiny little detail to heart, every little tiny bump in the road, if you will, stumps you or knocks you off your wagon, you're going to have a very difficult time in business. You have to look at the business, sorry, you have to look at the picture more holistically. That it's like a roller coaster. Some things will be great. Some things are going to suck, but you don't need to attach any type of self-worth or take it all so seriously. Because at the end of the day, I can't remember, like when I look back, I've been doing this for seven years. I've been creating content on the internet. I can't tell you all the times that I looked back and I was like, why is nobody watching my videos? Why is nobody watching my Instagram stuff? No, I can tell you the really exciting, big, momentumous moments where I where I felt like I really achieved something. And then I can tell you all the really exciting stuff that I've done. But, you know, it's that, again, that whole thing of, like, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't give it five minutes. Don't spend time trying to dissect why 100 people watch your reel instead of 200 people because it's going to happen, you know. Just don't take all of that stuff so seriously. Now, on the the reverse of that, you, of course, want to look at, like, data and analytics and all of these things and ask yourself, what can I do better? But it doesn't need to be a hit to your personality It only needs to be an adjustment of your strategy, right? You can write that one down. Should I say it again? Because I need to unlock my phone to get my notes. It doesn't need to be a hit to your personality. It needs to be an adjustment to your strategy, right? Don't take everything so personally. Don't take everything so seriously. Another thing, number three. Are you ready for this one? Because this is honestly such a big key. And I'll probably do a whole entire episode on this because I feel like this is something that people are really, really struggling with. you got to stop caring so much about what other people think. You really do. The chillpreneur philosophy, this is where the meh kind of attitude is going to come in, you know? You want to care about your business, right? You want to care about your mission. You want to care about helping people. The thing that you don't want to care about is what some stranger who you've never met and probably will never meet says about you. Or if somebody who you do know has something bad to say about you or some feedback, you've gotta stop letting that stop you from showing up. Everyone's got an opinion and they're entitled to it. It's unfortunate when they decide to share it with you. I mean, they didn't need to do that, but if they do decide to do that, that's good for them but it's just their opinion. The reality is as well that most of us are living our lives in this phenomenon as they call the spotlight effect, where they think that, where we think, sorry, every single person is like hawk eyes on us watching every single move waiting for us to fail. Every single person is just living their own life thinking about themselves for the most part. And so You know, when it comes to showing up online, creating that real, being your true authentic self, dancing on your stories and hashtagging dancepreneur party, which by the way, you should definitely do that because I love to share them. And every single time I share them, people are saying that they absolutely love to follow the people that I'm sharing. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram. I have a hashtag dancepreneur party, which is basically just dancing on your stories to get into the vibes. Uh, I've got a highlight. You can go check it out. Anyway, so you've got to stop caring what other people think. If you truly want to make a huge impact in this world, you have to be yourself. It is more important than ever. And this is a big thing that we're going to be speaking about here on the podcast a lot. But you have to stop not being yourself, not showing up in your true authenticity, not showing up at all because you're worried about what other people think. It does not matter what anybody thinks of you. And you can't control it. It's like trying to control the weather. I don't want it to rain today. So I'm just going to, you know, just do my thing to make it not rain. That doesn't, it doesn't work. And similarly, we can't control, like we can't control the weather. We can't control how other people think. So they may think positive things of you. They may think negative things of you. You know, the thing is, here's the funny thing. You not showing up, you might be getting just as much judgment from people as if you did show up. There might be people sitting in your life being like, oh my God, she's wasting her life away. So how is that any worse than being like, oh my god, who does she think she is? At least one of those paths is going to get you to your goals. So stop caring so much what everyone else thinks. You know that I, I haven't read the book because I listened to, you know, I started reading the book, but I um I don't know, I just didn't like the tonality of it, I guess. But you know, the subtle art of not giving it an F. Yeah, I don't know. That whole concept is a good philosophy about just not really caring so much, not taking everything so seriously, not not living your life for other people. I don't know, I just didn't like the book. Did you like the book? Let me know, let me know. But again, the children, children philosophy is very much in alignment with that. And the last and final point that I do have before we bring on our amazing, sexy, extraordinary, badass, boss, boss bitch, friend of mine, Ruby Lee, the spiritual money queen of the, what century are we in? 21st century, 20th, 22nd, I don't know, of, of our time. Um, (laughs) The last one is that you have to approach your business and life with more fun and play. You need to ask yourself this question today. Am I having fun in my business? Pause this podcast right now and ask yourself that question. Am I having fun in my business? Because if you're not, what's the point? What's the point? If it's not fun, it's so not worth it it's so not worth it. There is still a lot of risk involved in starting a business and it takes time to grow. I don't by any means push the narrative that there's any one per- particular strategy that's going to get you to 10k months in six weeks or you know, 10k followers in 90 days or anything like that because it works for some people but it doesn't work for a lot of people. You know, And there's a lot of people that get really disappointed. They, they invest in programs or they start to do these challenges and they, they're so excited because they think, oh this is a you know this is a guaranteed strategy, and you know if I follow the thirty reels in thirty days formula that this person promoted, like I'm a hundred percent going to grow my followers to ten k. Like, no, no, it doesn't happen like that. It happens for some people, and for many people, it absolutely doesn't. But you know what will get you to your goal? Just sticking to it until you get to your goal. Not worrying so much about the time, not getting so caught up in the ninety days, the the year, the month, the quarter, like. Just doing it until it works. But that could be ages, Erin, you say. Yeah, but if you're having fun, you know, and if you're progressing and you're growing and you're learning and you're becoming a better person and you're iterating and you're, you're, you're achieving small wins along the way, isn't that worth it? Isn't that worth it? To live a good life? Like isn't it worth doing something you're passionate about, having conversations that you're absolutely in love with, creating content that's making a positive impact on other people? Maybe it takes you five years to get to six figures. But, I mean, I'd still rather have six figures in five years than work a job for the rest of my life that I didn't enjoy, you know? But then you look back on those five years that it took you to get there and you had a crap ton of fun and met some awesome people and created some amazing content, you know? Like, that's how you should be doing business. I know you hear the saying all the time, like, you should choose something to do with your life that you would do even if you didn't get paid for. There is some truth in that. I mean, I probably wouldn't do anything for a vocation if I didn't get paid for it, to be honest. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, I technically do <laughs> do a lot of this stuff without getting paid for it. I mean, I know it like builds my business in the long run, but I always talk about, you know, I would be having these conversations even if even if no one was listening, like even if the audience wasn't listening. I talk about this stuff, business, personal branding, social media, personal development all the time. I, I, I inject it into pretty much every single conversation that I have with people because I love it so much. The amount of times people say to me, you thinking content, because I really do. Any conversation that I have with someone, I'm like, oh, that'd make a good video. That'd make a good reel <laughs> because I really do love this. And that's how you inject more fun. And But there's so many other ways as well. And I, again, that's probably another full podcast episode is how to have more fun in business. Actually, you know what? That's going to be the next podcast episode is how to have more fun in business. I'm going to find someone who looks like they're having a crap ton of fun and we're going to talk to them about it but you've just got to have more fun that's how it's going to feel more chill for you that's how it's going to feel more exciting that's how you're not going to put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect to be the best to achieve specific results just let go a little bit let go and allow yourself to be yourself let go and allow yourself to enjoy it let go and allow yourself to just to just make it make it a vibe make it chill i don't know how to explain it in any other way But anyway, this was just a little introduction into the podcast, revisiting some of the core philosophies that we're going to be speaking about here. And now what I really want to do is, without further ado bring on my absolute bestie babe in the whole entire world. I want to chat to Ruby Lee more about her journey with chill because she used to be a hustler and leaning into chill has something is something that she has done more over the past couple of years and it has just been such a pleasure of mine. It's like she helped me make money and I helped her to relax and that's why our relationship is so beautiful. But let's go talk to Ruby Lee about how to be a chillpreneur. Ruby freaking Lee, my dearest, dearest friend. How are you, my love? I'm so good. I just did a boomerang.
2: It was a good one. Looking
1: extremely, extremely pasty. I'm I don't trying know what's to find a said.
2: The Los Angeles filter is the most tan filter that we can get right now. So we're just going with that.
1: And I still look like a piece of paper. I haven't left my house. I haven't left my house in like literally two weeks. And now I also, for some reason.
0: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: the most washed out camera in the world. So, anyway. In the
2: meantime, we started this call saying, Erin, I think I burnt my butt cheeks and I, <laughs> I
1: can't down <stand> properly. Erin, <laughs> I burnt my butt cheeks and I'm like, I literally look like custard, right?
2: <laughs> I'm trying to t- exclusively tan my butt cheeks so that I can get ready for this whole summer situation
1: here in Queensland. <laughs> Hot girl summer. Oh, my God. Hello. Yes. yes. yes what actually that is such a good place to start with what I actually want to talk about with you today so today is Thursday it's three o'clock as we're recording this and literally you just jumped on saying you spent the last what hour or so outside tanning your butt cheeks
2: yes maybe half an hour the sun is strong in Australia so half an hour taking a bit of a break it's been Quite the week, yeah. Lots of ups and downs, like yeah. energetically, so much going on. Yeah, but these sorts of like thirty-minute outside, chilling out beach vibes—they just fill up your cup. They just yeah. do something to you. So, yes, that's where I'm at right now. Now I feel more caught up. Have yeah. you ever like had that feeling when you're in the sun for quite some time and then you feel a bit dizzy? That's yeah. that was that was me at the start of this call.
1: And now you feel <laughs> rejuvenated because I'm you've good now. Facey face. And- <laughs> That is so bright that now I feel awake. (laughs) Oh my God, Erin, you're shining so bright. Shining disco balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, So is that something you do regularly? Is that something you like inject into your day? Like taking time to just pause, go enjoy the sun. I know you go to the beach a lot. Like, Is that part of, I guess, how you've introduced more flow into your day?
2: I really know now how, what times I work best and how I work best. So I know the kind of cadence of my day really by the time it gets to just after lunch,
1: yeah,
2: I'm sleepy AF. Like I just really want to chill. It's often the time where I would just lay outside or journal, have a meditation slash nap and just do not very much scroll Instagram real time, message you on WhatsApp. Like it's just the time I really take out of the business day just to be and hang out at home mostly. Um, And then I know that like later on in the evening, I hit another productivity wave, typically about seven o'clock. And I sometimes go from seven till 11. And I used to tell myself, that's really bad. You should have it cut off time and a wind down time and not work at night, but it's so different when it is coming from a place of flow. So if I want to do a live stream at 10 o'clock at night, I'll do a live stream at 10 o'clock at night. Like there are no rules when you're running your own business, but I know my, I know my pace now in terms of what works well in my business.
1: I love that so much because prior to us jumping on, I was talking about how important it is to kind of like let the pressure go. Like, let the, it needs to look a certain way. It needs to be a certain way. And I love that you said that that self awareness piece of going on that journey to figure out when you're the most productive, but then also allowing yourself to scroll on reels in the middle of the day and to just go live at night rather than having this solid, you know, night routine. I'm the same. Like, Everyone's like, you have to wake up at 5 a.m. and you know meditate for an hour. I'm like, bish! I'll wake up at 5 a.m. and I scroll, <laughs> okay? And I'm still successful. <laughs> the first thing I do
2: is reach for my phone, okay? So come yeah. for me. And come most mornings, me. like whenever I, the first thing I do, as soon as I wake up, I'm so unashamed of this. I reach for my phone and I check how many sales have come in overnight. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. how I wake up now. I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, right, straight to Instagram Reels come and I'm there.
1: Yeah. But you're the money queen and that's what kicks you off for the start of the day. I love that. What? Let's talk a little bit about, because obviously when we met, it was a little bit of a different story in terms of like the way that you approach business. I mentioned before that you have helped me so much with my financial destiny. If anyone needs money advice, wants to get into that money flow, abundance vibes, you know, I'll help you have fun. Ruby will help you make money. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, I think the biggest thing, the biggest impact we've had on one another is obviously you had such an impact on my financial destiny. And, you know, I think, well, I don't know, you've said this before, so I hope I'm not just showing myself in the foot here, but you know, something that you've mentioned that you've learned from me is how to relax, how to chill, how to take more time, like take the pressure totally. a little bit. So can you talk about like that journey? Like what did it look like before finding chill
2: oh god I couldn't understand how you could operate the way that you did like you you would say things to me that was so out of my vortex of understanding like oh I just you know maybe work three hours a day three days a week I do a lot of my filming on the weekends and then the rest of my week is kind of just working out what I want to do and I thought to myself how is it This successful personal brand entrepreneur, Erin May Henry, can literally not do so much and yet do so much. Mm -hmm. And that was, we had a really big talk, you and I, about that. And I was so resistant to the idea because the programming was so deep. Work hard and work even harder and then maybe you'll be successful. And there was so much deconditioning that's really being done over the last Three years, you've been a huge, 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 huge inspiration and example of how that can be. And it's just crazy to think now, even where I'm at and being able to sit out in the middle of the day for sometimes three, four hours of the day, or not working on a Thursday or on a Friday, it's just so normal. Whereas yeah. back then, it was almost a decision that had to begin with a little bit of forced rest. Yeah. I think that was the way that I was. I had to kind of introduce that into my system. So I would stop doing coaching calls on a Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, And
2: then nice. I moved that marker a little bit. Oh, maybe I can stop at noon. And then maybe I don't need to coach at all on a Friday. Yeah. Oh, maybe I can do a Thursday off too. And so that it just started to move over time. It wasn't like all of a sudden I dropped into, now I have so much time freedom and I'm operating from a place of flow. I still had to edge my way into that piece, but you were there alongside with me and we celebrated the fuck out of that. It was like, guess what? I'm taking my Fridays off now. And you would have, we we had those dance parties even before it became a chillpreneur dance party, right? Like (laughs) dancepreneur. But yeah, I'm so, so grateful for that, babe. Thank you for just giving me the permission to take time to actually enjoy life.
1: Yeah. And I guess, how would you say then in like your opinion that you're still able to get some, because this is something that I guess I don't struggle to articulate necessarily, but I, because people are so conditioned that hard work, hustle, sacrifice, pressure equals results. Like how is that piece of the puzzle differently? I guess the the way that I explain it is because I work with intention because a lot of people like they come to me with the whole, like, Oh, it's easy for you now because you're successful, but you know, you've been there from the start. I've not changed my tune. I've been like this since the beginning. I have been able to achieve success with chilling right from the very beginning, because for me, it's always been about intention. It's always been about, I don't spend the extra seven hours trying to make the sales page perfect or you know, the slide deck, More than it needs to be, or, you know, it's just I'm going to do every single thing with the deepest of intention and the best possible uh, focus on needle moving activities that I can, because that ultimately is what moves people forward. So, what's the biggest shift in the puzzle then? With you because you have achieved so much like I feel like your growth have, has exploded over the past couple of years and not saying that that is directly correlated with chill obviously visibility and your own personal spiritual journey and all of these different things but how do you still achieve so much now working less than you did before
2: I have become really clear about what is good energy yeah. and what is downward spiral triggering energy and this is over the time of having this business for three years and working out from trial and error to be honest like oh yeah you know and a really practical example is I used to have a certain client who would say, I can only do calls at this time of day. And she was overseas and it ended up being like nine o'clock at night for me. And so here I am mustering up the energy to do a nine o'clock coaching call. And -hmm. it's not to say I wouldn't do that now. I still run calls at that time because, you know, global business, but it was because I was told I could only show up for her at that time Mm -hmm. that I realized, you know, these sorts of decisions that we make in business and in life, if it's, If it's actually pulling you downwards and you're dreading the damn thing or you're seeing the thing in your calendar and you feel gross or sick about it and you just don't want to do that, but you do it anyway, that ends up being so taxing on the long-term aspect of flow and the Mm long-term aspect of just understanding what chill means, because you build up this bank of things that you don't love in your life and business, that you're so tensed up everywhere in your physical body and your energetic blocks are showing up all over the place. And you're wondering why you can't chill out. So this was a way for me to really strip back the layers and work out what is it that lights me up? What is it that brings me into a place of so much joy and happiness and playfulness and just fluidity in my day. So I've set up my business. I've set up the boundaries in that way where I can access a sovereign place in my business and show up in in my queendom and do all the cool things that I do in my business, but also allow myself to really enjoy the flow and the chill. So understanding energetics last three years. And honestly, I was just saying to one of my clients early today, I still feel in many ways that I am in version one of my business Mm
1: -hmm. like
2: still to this day two million dollars on I still don't know what the next version of me is going to look like or feel like but I've loved version one working out yeah it it, does this feel right does it not feel right and it's it's getting closer I, I don't know if I'm fully there yet in terms of fully chilling yeah but it's getting closer
1: so funny because you and I obviously had a conversation the other day about this conversation from a different perspective not from the perspective of chill but from the perspective of like we both finally feel like we found our our dance really like our, our our groove in business and it does take some time I think this is again not on the conversation of chill but for anyone who's in business right now and maybe things don't feel 100% right like even with the conversation about your niche or your message or your content like you still you and I are both now in a position where we're like I've I've hit the thing you know what I mean I found the thing I've got I've got the pot of gold essentially or you know I feel like I'm hitting the jackpot with my whole thing around influencer vibes around chill around dancepreneur party all of these things and obviously you with your rituals way and like this incredible incredible like abundant mission that you are on to change people's like financial destinies right and so that came from for both of us around three years of like iteration after iteration version after version like following the tether following the clues following those intuitive nudges and it just gets clearer and clearer every single day but i guess the different points is that a lot of people think that they need that prior to even starting you need to just start and allow those kind of, I guess, opportunities to lead you in these different directions.
2: Yes, I totally agree. And I, the, as you were speaking, the story that comes up is I still remember we were on a call and you said, I don't understand why you don't share more about money. Like you, you do so much good with it and you're earning more and more, but you never, ever share what you do with it. And I had this real almost immediate sense of, oh my God, but that's going to be filled with judgment. And what are people going to say? It's such a triggering topic anywhere in the world, let alone in online coaching. And I still remember you were encouraging me, encouraging me. And I got to the point where I finally shared a really big milestone financially in my business. And it instantly felt chilled to do that. I I don't know. It was like, oh, this whole thing that's been going on in my head is just existing in my head. And since then, it's not been that long. I was in Port Melbourne at the time. I still remember talking to you, you sent me this big champagne and we popped the bubbles. It was so beautiful. And I realized, wow, imagine if it always got to feel like this, being in a business that is so chilled, like the content flowed out so easily, showing up for my business felt brighter than ever. And what do you know the engagement skyrocketed people were saying yes more of this and all these greatest fears that existed in my mind was kind of going back to that build up of oh gosh you know I can't do this and this is going to be perceived a certain way when often that's the thing that brings the most amount of chill and flow to your business
1: it's so interesting because literally the start of this podcast episode i kind of gave like the four philosophies right on like chillpreneur what it means to be a chillpreneur the first one is obviously like stop overthinking everything which is such a big part of what you said and one of the others is not caring about what other people think like that is what being chill is all about like stop stopping yourself from showing up in a way that feels good or that you you intuitively know is going to like not that you have to intuitively know it's going to bring results but you would intuitively know it's the right thing but like you said you were just putting all this pressure on yourself because it's like is this the right thing? Are people going to judge me? What are people going to say? And then when you finally stepped into that, like intuitive nudge, the results shifted, but also so did your energy. And then it was just on the up and up and up from there.
2: hundred percent. It's so funny because I still kind of think back to that version of me who was so uptight, had so many rules to be professional. And I was groomed that way in corporate, especially where I worked, they had these image consultants and you had to be a certain way, wear a certain type of suit to represent the brand. And when I started this business, it was unravelling so much of that from a very, I guess, physical material point of view. And here you are showing up on YouTube, all of you, no makeup on and just showing the world how authentic you can be. That at the beginning felt so far away from my existence of, oh my God, like, how can I do this? And then I started to just step further and further into this. What if I was just unapologetically authentic? And what if the people that saw that not only loved it, but became some of my best clients that I ever had, and I got paid for being exactly who I am online wouldn't that just be the most freeing, abundant, chilled out way of doing business forever and ever and ever. And yeah, thanks to you.
1: Thanks to you, boo. Oh my God. Thanks to you. Thanks to you for like helping me become financially savvy. (laughs) Literally Ruby, I, I like, honestly, like I really thank Ruby for like, Allowing me to buy a house. I'm buying my second house now
0: in the next month
1: or so. And, like, honestly, that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. I will say, like, I am so, so deeply grateful. So I'm glad that we've learned lots of stuff from one another.
2: And on the flip side of that money story, you have helped me chill out more, even on the money side. Like, have fun with it. Yeah. Do you remember how we went to that Prada store at Crown Mm -hmm. and I told you this yeah. when I went there, I just felt so unworthy. I know we're going to a slightly different topic, but that's still. cool.
1: It's all, chill. And
2: it's all chill. And I felt so unworthy of being in this freaking Prada store. Like it's just a store. It's just yeah. a store with leather and things that look pretty. Yeah. And I said, oh, I've got to go. And I made up some lame excuse to go. But the main reason was because I just wanted out of there. And I just didn't feel whilst I had you know, really great financial set up and I knew where it was going. There was that missing element around free, chilled out, enjoying of the money, enjoying of the bounty, receiving and also loving being playful with how that money is in your business. So whilst you're going, oh, you know, Ruby, you've helped me so much with money, even in this chill factor, You've helped me so much, even on the money side. So much so fast forward to when was, when were you here last couple of months ago? May. May on the Gold Coast. (laughs) We went to the local shopping mall center and hit up Louis Vuitton, and it was like full blown Sex and the City moment. I'm walking out with all of my Louis Vuitton bags, and it was Literally, just like you, you, had, like, to yeah. to have, you had to have that.
1: You had to have staff like help you. But then it was so weird because then it's like such a full circle moment that day as well. Because then I got it. Like this is why it's so important. And again, another topic. But this is why it's so important to have people around you that know you and can reflect that kind of like cheerleading supportive mirror because you will you will dip you will dip even in your own philosophies even in your own beliefs and even on your own journey like you had asked me that question that day like how should i show up and celebrate this but also we had that instance in in gucci um uh, listen to this conversation We're <laughs> hearing it. we had that instance in gucci where i was like i need, i need i need a i need a, i need something to be able to kind of um take on my motorbike you know what I mean like I need a bag I need a backpack I need something I want that and then I was all like I don't know I'm like getting in my head I'm like I feel like I need something like Vuitton, like that like I can afford it but it's like you know all this stuff and then we went into Givenchy and there was like that uh, what's it called canvas yes the material that I love that like the love yeah yeah that material and it's like a boy's backpack and I was like oh I really like this but I don't know like it doesn't feel It doesn't feel like rich woman enough. And you were like, you need to just own it. Like you need to just own it. I'm like, what "What are you doing? Like, why are you trying to dress like an old lady? (laughs) That's That's not you. And it's like, I think that's why having these like business relationships is so important because- you need people around you to hold up those mirrors in those times of weakness, to remind you of who you are, to remind you to own your greatness, to own your chill, to stop worrying about what people think, and to just find that fun and flow. Because you can you can get to a point that you know all of this, but you'll have a moment of weakness.
2: Absolutely. And this whole topic of chill, I'm so glad you're doing a whole business on this. <laughs> like, an, You know, having a podcast out there because- it's just not talked about yeah. enough and where are you placing this podcast in business in the category of business
1: uh yeah how entrepreneurship.
2: yeah how many podcasts are focused on this in yeah. the business and entrepreneurship category Yeah. 99% of it is going to be strategy how to showing up making money do this do that how you know this is this is what's going to make you successful Here you are as a shining beam saying, hey, I'm giving you permission to just chill out, enjoy entrepreneurship, love the journey that it is because it's going to keep unfolding in the most unpredictive of ways. And if you're not chilled out through that process, it's just going to cause you so much more pain along the way.
1: Oh, my God. That's a freaking mic drop moment. I wish you had an actual microphone that you could drop right now. Hmm. where is i do need how good would that be we need to go get one i literally i feel like i feel like every guest is gonna have to end with a mic drop moment i'll I'll know it i'll be like that's the mic drop moment (laughs) i love that ruby and i last time we hung out we hosted an event together and at the end of the event we very actually took some delicious tequila shots and so we've (laughs) spoken about how when we can finally finally get together in person we are going to be recording a part two of this chat maybe something a little bit more conversational a bit more long and we're going to be drunk while we do it so we definitely do that's the chill chill way
2: i can't wait tequila shots for the win that that bartender you know that the one
1: where we went to the really hot one you can say it. it's fine yeah
2: (laughs) he sold us the most disgusting cocktail do you remember that i'm like (laughs) no 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 no. no, tequila You know what away. you're going to get. Yep. It's so good. Yep. Bam. So I'm with you there, sister.
1: So I also have this like newfound skill of making extremely strong margaritas that just <laughs> blow people's heads off. So you've also <laughs> got to be prepared for that.
2: <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Can you make a chili margarita for me? I'm obsessed with those. Or okay. a lychee, a lychee one. I could do I that. I could
1: try. I could try. I'm mm. sure I can figure it out. I mean, you check teach anyone how to be an expert in anything <laughs> in under five minutes. So I literally had something on my story, which was like, you could literally learn anything and be an expert in it. So why are you holding yourself back? I was like, that's so true. I'm gonna be I... chili margarita expert.
0: Screw I'm this podcast. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trademark chili <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna come
2: Oh my I... god you'll come out with an alcohol line like Buddy Kendall Jenner, you know, like we'll just promote it all over.
1: It's just going to happen. I have just- so many product ideas. It's actually insane. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby Lee, thank you so, so much. Honestly, this was so helpful. If anyone doesn't know Ruby, I'm sure you do if you're in this community because I talk about her like every single day. But if you don't know her, definitely go follow her. I'll have all of her information linked down below because if you want to, like I said, change your financial destiny, just Buy a Givenchy bag and buy two houses. Ruby's your gal. <laughs> Ruby's your gal. <laughs> I'm your girl. No, but seriously, the work you do is honestly changing people's lives. So grateful.
2: I love you, Erin May. Thank you for this space. Thank you for having me on. And yeah, peace out.
1: Peace out. Oh, my God. All right, I'm not going to talk too much more because this episode has got quite long, but Ruby just gave me so many good ideas for what I should do in terms of segments. Oh my gosh, this podcast is going to get lit. That's all I can say because apparently I'm 17. But anyway, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. How beautiful was it that Ruby just gave such perfect examples for all the things that we spoke about in the beginning, all the philosophies around being chill and then her journey had so many synchronicities to that about just letting go, dropping the pressure, showing up authentically, not overthinking things, getting to know yourself, to know even the little things like taking time out of your day to 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 chill out, but understanding when you work best and not needing it to look a certain way, not having this perfect morning routine, evening routine, working at certain times. This is all what being a chillpreneur is all about. And I'm so, so grateful to have this space that I can introduce this to you more because it's changed my life. Being this way in business has changed my life. There was a period of time of which I put pressure on myself because I thought it needed to look a certain way. And leaning into the chillpreneur vibe, leaning into the chillpreneur philosophy, has honestly just made my life as extraordinary as I think it possibly could be, even in the midst of all the challenges that have happened over the last few years. So I love you. I hope you had fun. I hope that you're excited. I hope you're ready to dance the beat out that I'm about to drop you with. And I'm super grateful for you, specifically if you did stay to the end of this episode. I'm really excited to be back and I will see you in the next one.